Welcome one and all to Eagle Auto Parts On The Go Podcast. You're there, we're here, and I'm excited. I'm DJ Harrington, the host and better known as the cardiologist. And today at Eagle Auto Parts, we're happy to bring the general manager, Doug Williams, is going to be the co-host with me. And this is just to remind all of you, it's a weekly episode to educate and give you some tips. So, Doug, first of all, I want to make sure you're there. How are you? Buddy, I am great, doing wonderful up here in this beautiful state. How are things in Georgia? Uh, Georgia, it is wonderful. Uh, we have Chuck Camp, the producer. He's here. He's ready. He's got his segment to go. So what I wanted to ask you, there are certain things that I wanted to talk about. And today, you know, on tips, one of the tips that my dad said to me when I was young, he said, make sure when you go into a gas station, and I don't know if you ever remember this, Doug, it said, if you see the tanker there filling up the gas, don't go there then. Have you ever heard that? Oh, absolutely. I, I was taught that by my dad, and then I, of course, preached that to Lori, my wonderful wife, and our daughter, Megan, and uh, anytime I'm riding with somebody and they stop to fill up, and if there's a tanker there, I always tell them to avoid that. And, and the big issue there is when that tanker is dumping thousands and thousands of gallons of fuel in those tanks that are in the ground, any sediment that is in there, and there's always sediment because there's, you know, corrosion and dirt, you know, in, in every load, it's stirring all that up, and as you're pumping your gas, it's picking it up and putting it right in your tank, and then you got then you got major problems. You got fuel filter clogs, you got uh, injector uh, clogs today. You know, years ago it wasn't as bad because you had carburetors. They, they would deal with a little bit of stuff, but these today these inject, injectors and stuff, there can be no contamination whatsoever. So a really great tip that your that your dad gave you. And our listeners should be aware of that as well. Just just go to the next gas station, uh, give it a day to settle or, you know, four or five hours to settle. And then, of course, you're fine. All right. Now, let me ask you this one. My dad said to me, always buy gas at a reputable service station. <laughs> now, have you ever well, heard of that one? Well, I have, and my dad told me the same thing, and, and again, I've preached that. Um, you know, cheapest is not always the best, and that's really anywhere you go. Uh, you have to be you have to be careful, but, you know, you can definitely get uh, gas a little cheaper. That's good, but I always try to use, uh, I try to use the same station all the time that I can when I'm around the my home, because then I know if I do pick up anything, I know where I got it. And of course, I fill my tank up, you know, at a, at a quarter tank or more. I never let it get less than that, so I don't run into trouble. And then the other thing you can look for um, is look where the station is that you're getting gas, and has it been raining a lot? Because stations in low lying areas, you know, if there's a lot of rain and they have a lot of uh, ponding or possibly even flooding around their tanks and above the caps where the the, the water can go in if, if the cap maybe wasn't tight. There's always that possibility, maybe a little water. So that's another thing our listeners can look for, that if it's you know been raining a lot and you have some water ponding and it's around the fill caps, I would probably look to go somewhere else. All right. Now, here's one that when I came, in, when I came to the studio today, I said to Chuck, the producer, I said, Chuck, have you ever heard about lighting up your keychain? And he turns to me and he says, yeah, 
because it'll actually mess up the tumblers inside your ignition. And I said, that's exactly what it says. It says, yep. does your car keychains with a dozen or more other keys on it, it's pretty heavy load hanging off the car key when it's in the ignition. The weight combined with the bouncing while you're driving can wear out the tumblers inside the ignition. Had you ever heard that one? Well, I, I've never, I've never heard anybody say it as a tip, uh, but I, I agree with that. And I don't, of course, I only have one key on my ring. I That's don't carry a whole suggest. bunch of keys. That's what they suggest. Uh, but because it, 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 first of all, you end up sticking the wrong key in there, and especially if you're if you're a Ford family or a Chevy family and have two of the same kind of cars. We've seen that a lot here over the years, where somebody shoves the wrong key in there and not paying attention, try to turn it too fast. Next thing you know, you broke the wrong key off, and then you got a problem. And then that will also mess up the tumblers if you stick the wrong key and you're trying to turn it. So I, I definitely recommend you know one key uh, with your with your key fob, and then keep all your other keys separate. Um, you know from from your key that runs your car. Of course, today that's you know getting we're getting away from keys. All these uh, smart cars, you know, you just push the button and they and a lot of them start, but. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would always use just one key if it w- would be my advice. All right. Well, let me give you one more. And then because of the winter weather, it says let your floor mats take winter's beating. Using floor mats to protect your carpeting, the best type for controlling salt, slush, mud in the winter are rubber waffle style mats. What's your thinking? Well, I would agree with that, and I guess this will be a little uh, free promotion for WeatherTech. Uh, I'm a big WeatherTech fan. <laughs> I bet you are. Because, uh, you know, especially up here, we do have a lot of ice, and you get in your vehicle, and you've got a bunch of snow on your boots. Well, it melts. And, of course, the WeatherTechs are all laser, laser fit, and there's some knockoff brands that are, are very well, very good, too. There's a lot of them out there, but they're designed to fit your exact floor pan. So not only does it, it melts onto the rubber mat, it stays in this contained area. It doesn't run off the side of the mat where some like just regular flat mats, it'll run off the side and it'll, it'll soak into your carpet and then you get mildew and musty spell smell. And then also that can soak all the way through and get to the floorboards, which is not treated for any kind of corrosion. And, you know, you possibly rust out and stuff. So, that as well, uh, I like the, the weather text because that stays in that whole containment area. And then as you drive in the heat in your car, it, it, it evaporates out. But I, I've actually had some times where it's a lot in there. If I'm in and out, in and out, uh, especially if I'm plowing snow or something, I'll actually take a towel and drop those uh, weather texts to get that water out of there so it doesn't build up and run over into my carpet. Yep. All right. All right. I got one last one, and I can let you go. And it's right up your alley. Go easy. Now, Doug, here's what the tip is. It says to me, you know, it's telling me, this is from Reader's Digest. Go easy when you're stuck. It says when you're stuck in mud or snow, don't make the problem worse by damaging an expensive component. Gently rocking in an attempt to free the car is fine. But if it looks as though it's really stuck, don't keep at it. You know, you see some of these people going back and forth, going back and forth, back and forth, throwing the car forward and then reverse repeatedly, uh, spinning tires in high speed. 
So what is your suggestion? Because you got some snow up there the last uh, this last week, huh? Yeah, I actually had a little snow yesterday, and uh, and that's a great tip, especially the if you're rocking it hard because the transmission is not made to do that. You know, shoving it, drive, flooring it, and shoving it right back in reverse and flooring it. That is extremely hard, not only on your transmissions, your axle shafts, your differential. Uh, that that's extremely hard. That, that, and that doesn't get you anywhere because the faster you spend that tire, if there is any tread on your tire and decent tread, uh, such as maybe a snow tire or an all-season, you're just filling all those tread up with either ice or snow or whatever you're spinning. And the faster you spin it, of course, then that's, uh, you know, that's filling that tire up. And then the, track, the tire is doing you absolutely no good as far as traction. So the best thing is just, you know, try to pull forward a little bit, stop it, put the, put the brake on, let the, let all the things come to a stop, then put it in Newton reverse and back up a little bit, try it again. But the rocking and jamming back and forth is extremely hard on your driving, and it's only going to dig a hole. If it's not working, it's just going to dig you deeper and deeper and deeper in. Uh, you know, so I, I always recommend, you know, carrying a little shovel, a little small shovel to make these compact shovels. Yeah. Shovel out in front of your tire and back of your tire. Uh, if you're, if you have a little kitty litter, that's a, a fantastic thing to carry in your car or what we use as oil dry in our vehicles. You put a little oil dry, shovel a little bit, put a little oil dry or kitty litter in front of your car and, and the back of your tire. You'd be amazed how the traction, when it grabs that little bit of grit, it's kind of the same thing as cinders. When they put them on the, the roads, when it snows, they'll either put salt or cinders. It's the same thing. It's a, it's a rough material that will give your tire a little bit of bite, and you can pull out. So a simple thing of kitty litter in the back of your car uh, and a really small fold-up shovel could save you a $150 tow bill or thousands of dollars in damaging your car if you keep rocking back and forth trying to get out. That, that just doesn't work. Well, folks, you've been listening to Doug Williams, the general manager at Eagle Auto Parts. And by all means, if you're looking for snow tires, or you're looking for wheels, you're looking for any kind of a remarketing part, by all means, you yell at Eagle Auto Parts. Folks, we'll be back just right after this, so hang with us, and you'll hear DJ's thoughts for the day. Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Arch is our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com or call 800-261-6664. That's 800-261-6664. Or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. You've been listening to Eagle Auto Parts on the go podcast. Each and every week, we bring you a new informative episode. Make sure you download and listen. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. This 
past week, a dear friend of ours, his wife got diagnosed with cancer. And I was talking to Doug from Eagle, of course, and I said to him, did you ever hear of Psalm 125? And Doug goes, yeah. God will be good to those whose hearts are in tune with him. Right. Well, after Doug and I talked about it, here's what I want to share. Notice that you can be in tune or out of tune with God. It's up to you. You're either in tune or out of tune. The way you get in tune is by thinking victorious, overcoming, faith-filled thoughts. If you go around thinking like my friend did, I'll never get well or my wife will never get well, depression or this anxiety or this addiction is going to hinder me all my life, unfortunately, you're not in tune with God. You can't find anywhere in the scripture where God says, I'm weak, I'm discouraged, I'm afraid, the enemy's getting the best of me. God doesn't say that. God does say, I am all-powerful. I spoke the worlds into existence. I flung stars into space. When Moses asked God, what is his name? Now, all of you remembered, he answered, my name is I am. He was telling all of us, I am everything. I am strength. I am healing, which I had to share with my friend. I am provisions. I am abundance. I am protection. I am favor. When God says, let there be light. Oh, yeah. It came at 186,000 miles per second. One angel in the Old Testament destroyed 185,000 soldiers in an army of Israel's enemies. If you're going to get in tune with God, you can't think little, weak, defeated, get by, hope this works out thoughts. It doesn't happen. You have to think bold thoughts, favor thoughts, abundance thoughts, healing for my friend's wife, and victorious thoughts. The opposite may be much bigger and stronger. Just agree with what God says. And you say it. Lord, you say that when an enemy comes against me one way, you will defeat them and cause them to flee seven different ways. When thoughts tell you, you'll never get well. Get in tune with God, like I had to tell my friend. Lord, thank you that you are restoring health to his wife. Thank you for the number of days you will fulfill. If the thoughts come, this setback has ruined my year financially, which a lot of you think that way. I know it. On this podcast, a lot of people think this year financially is just bad. Accept it and wait for next year. You need to respond differently. Lord, thank you for the economy. It's not my source. You are my source. You say you would make rivers into deserts, streams into barren places. When you have thoughts, good thoughts, you'll never, you'll never have any problems. It's just keep your thoughts right. Okay? So that is my wish to you. There's ways to be in tune with God, and there's all types of ways you can do it. So get in tune with the Most High, and you watch. And those of you who do a scripture reading, keep doing it. 
and I know some of you that do scripture reading always remember the the twelve spies that went to look for Moses on the the, the desert to see if the, the promised land. And ten came back and said, "Oh, those giants are too big; they're outrageous." And then Joshua and Caleb came back later. They, they were the other two that made the twelve. You be the Joshua and Caleb that came back and said, yeah, they're big, but our God's bigger. All right, this is DJ Harrington for my few for thought, only because I had a dear friend whose wife had was struck him with cancer, and, and I just want to give you some positive thoughts. Let's take a break, and we'll be back to hear Chuck's What You Never Thought About. This is your DOT guy, Brian Riker, and today we're going to talk freezing rain. When you're driving along the highway and it looks a little bit slick, but the temperatures are just above freezing, you think you're okay, then you hit that slippery spot. We've all been there before. Well, you hit a patch of black ice, or maybe you hit some freezing rain. You need to be aware of the rapid changing conditions, especially when you come into an area that's got shade, so that stretch of the road may have had a colder road temperature than the rest of the road, so it froze first, and overpasses, bridges, they freeze early. We see the signs all the time, but it's because they get air circulation under them and the cold air can freeze much faster. So how do you know if the road is frozen over? Well, if it's actively wet, you should see some spray coming off the tires on your vehicle or the vehicles around you. If you're seeing spray coming up, most likely the road surface is not frozen over. That doesn't mean you're free and clear. There still could be some icy patches, but most likely the road is frozen over. is okay. So just slow down. Increase your eye lead time, so look further ahead. Increase your following distance. And don't panic if your vehicle starts to slide. Let off the brake and try again. This has been Windshield Wisdom with your DOT guy, Brian Riker. Spam. I'm not talking about the unwanted email that arrives in your inbox. I'm talking about the lunch meat. Once called the Rodney Dangerfield of lunch meat, it don't get no respect. Spam accounts for 75% of all lunch meat sales in the country. In Korea, Spam is thought of as an imported luxury item, a part of the good life. A can of it is often given as a present on a date, or to co-workers or business associates, and even to newlyweds. Koreans often fry it with peppery cabbage dish called kimchi, or roll it up in a kimpup, a sushi-like Spam item made with rice and seaweed. But why was Spam invented in the first place? Well, it was because of surplus of pig shoulders. Every meat processor runs into the problem of what to do with parts of the animal that are less popular than others. Pork shoulders, for example, aren't meaty enough to sell as ham and aren't fatty enough to slice into bacon. Seeing pork shoulders piling up in the coolers of the George A. Hormel Company in 1937, it gave one of the executives an idea. Why not chop up the meat, 
add some spices, and form it into small ham-like loaves. Put it in a can, fill the excess space with gelatin, and you could probably keep the meat edible for months without refrigeration. They tried it, and it worked. Hormel's Spiced Ham quickly found a niche in the market. It was inexpensive, savory, convenient, and it didn't need refrigeration. When World War II came, Spam's prized portability and shelf life made it a staple of every GI's diet. The gospel, according to Spam, was also spread by American aid packages to its allies. Although many GI's swore that they'd never eat the stuff again, even Dwight Eisenhower complained about too much Spam in Army messes, they apparently got a craving once they got out of the uniform because Spam did booming business immediately after the war. Even now, almost 300 cans of Spam are eaten every minute of the day. And that's something you might not have known. And I'm going to go fix me a Spam sandwich. This is Chuck the Producer, and I'll see you on the next episode of Eagle Auto Part on the Go. Chuck, that was a great one. I want to remind all of you, you're listening to Eagle Auto Parts on the Go podcast. If you want to hear certain special things on the podcast, just dial our hotline number, 706-409-5603. Let us know what you want to hear, and Chuck and I will do our very best to get it on Eagle Auto Parts. <laughs>